Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by Justin Wells and Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and On3. Guys, uh, big week of recruiting for the Longhorns setting up right now. Uh, we've got the announcement tomorrow from Melvin Hills, the big defensive lineman out of Lafayette. Uh, then on Thursday, we have an announcement uh, from Jaden Jackson, defensive lineman out of IMG Academy down in, in Florida. Uh, Jerry and Justin, uh, you guys are, are have been in on these recruitments. Uh, Jerry, you give me the latest right now. And Justin, I'm going to come to you because you look like you may be in a hotel room somewhere. I'm going to talk to you about that in a second. Uh, Jerry, what's the latest on Hills and Jackson who are scheduled to announce in the next 48 hours? Yeah, I think uh, Melvin Hills, I, it, you know, I could up my RPM and feel good about it. I think Texas is in a really good spot over Ole Miss. Um, LSU stayed in contact. Um, his sister goes to LSU. I just think that was too late in the game for LSU. Um, you know, uh, so the LSU side might say, well, they didn't really push, but I don't know about that. They tried to get the kid on campus in June. Uh, but I think Texas is in a good spot uh, over Ole Miss right there. And, um, you know, it, it's it, Melvin Hills is a kid who checks all the boxes for Texas, similar to Daniel Cruz. I'm not saying he's that level prospect necessarily, but he checks all the boxes. Uh, he's a great culture fit. Um, he does have a frame to be developed there. I'm interested to see what he looks like uh, next year uh, without the knee braces on. I think he's going to be a much better player or more uh, movement skills-wise. I mean, he's a productive guy. I mean, he had 84 tackles, 17 for loss, and six sacks on a really good football team. Um, but I think Texas is in a good spot. I think that it's a – look, people – one thing I say, people have to understand recruitments like this. Pete Golding versus Bo Davis and Steve Sarkeesian. There, there's something on the line – Personally, there too for these guys, right? I mean, hey, they were the national they were the national championship coordinators at Alabama. Sark right. and, and Golding, Golding took the Ole Miss defense coordinator's job this year. Sark now, obviously, at, at Texas. Bo Davis worked with Pete Golding, yep. and has known him for years from the time in, in the state of Louisiana. Um, it, it's very interesting. You think though that Texas is is the likely pick tomorrow? He announces at five forty five, five thirty ish. Yeah, five thirty ish. Um, okay. And 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 uh, yeah. So I think I think Texas is the uh, big time favorite. I'll okay. say that. All right, uh, Jaden Jackson. Jaden Jackson. He announces Thursday the thirteenth. Um, you know, I, that one's a tougher one. I mean, I think Nile's such a big factor there. I think. Coming out of the June official visits, the top three were uh, Ohio State, Texas, and Oklahoma. Um, and I think it been, this thing had been trending to Texas and Ohio State were his favorites. Uh, even when I was back at IMG back in early May and then spoke with people around IMG, they thought it was Texas, Ohio State, and Miami in that order entering June official visits. Um, how does this end up? Miami and Florida are still swinging away. Um, it's one of these recruitments where every school thought they had a chance after the official visit. Um, and I do know as of late last night, Jaden Jackson has not told colleges where he's going. Um, so there's still an element of surprise. That's kind of the way he's been with this recruitment. Look, he announced he didn't announce his official visit schedule like a lot of guys. He would just announce his official visit a couple of days before he took him. Even though we knew the dates, he still wouldn't officially announce those until a couple of days, or, you know, the week of he took those visits. He took the Oklahoma visit without people really knowing. Um, so I, you know, I think, look, Ohio state's 191 miles from home. So if his mom wants to stay in Brownsburg, Indiana, if the uncle, the family wants to stay in Brownsburg, Indiana, then Ohio state makes some sense. Uh, his brother plays football at Kilgore college. He has an aunt and uncle who are very close to the mom. They're living in Houston. So there's some things 
that were working in Texas favor there as well. I do think NIL will be a, a, a a key factor in this one. Speaking of that, we're hearing behind the scenes that Miami making a big run at Jaden Jackson at this point. Uh, you hearing the same, uh, Jerry? Yeah, I think Miami's making a run at TJ Lindsay and Jaden Jackson right now. Um, I, I think they really are. And um, is that going to be enough? I don't know. You know, coming out of the visits, I heard the same thing um, on both Lindsay and Jackson that maybe the families weren't as high on being in the Miami area for college. So we'll see. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Uh, Justin, I can see the background there. Uh, did not get to you till uh, earlier, uh, but I want to mention it now. Uh, you look like you may be in a, uh, a uh, hotel of some sort. Tell us where you're at. And then, Jerry, I need you, before we talk about what Justin needs to talk about, uh, I need you to give us our, our read on Goosehead Insurance, if you don't mind. Uh, Justin, where are you at, bud? And tell people uh, what you're up to today. Yeah, I'm uh, in St. Louis, Missouri today. I'm going to head over to East St. Louis University here in just a little bit and, and hang out with On340 and Wingo, wide receiver. Um, Texas, you know, the, the, they really look pushed forward the last three or four months. Uh, you could tell that Steve Sarkeesian actually has had a long relationship with Wingo for, you know, before someone was even hired, the, the wide receiver coach. But with Wingo, this is a guy that, it is, look at his RPMs. There's three different ones with legitimate predictions. Nobody knows where this kid is going. So this is a fact. We're going to get to know Ryan a little bit better, try to understand what he's looking for in a college. Uh, we personally think Texas is in a pretty good spot right now. And so we're going to we're going to dive deeper into Ryan Wingo and figure out exactly where he's at in his recruitment. What's his timeline looking like? It appears Actually, we're how to, close uh, Texas is to the prospect. And, and, and guys, it'll be interesting to see what Ryan tells Justin, because I, te I was texting with Ryan late last week, and, and I, I said this on our live stream, I believe, Sunday night or Friday or Sunday, I can't remember when. He told me early signing day December. I don't think that timeline holds, uh, but that's what, he's kind of, that's what he said last week. So I think it's great that we're going to be up there and kind of see what he says, see what some of the people around him say as far as the timeline uh, for his recruitment. Because if he sticks to December, you know, these kids don't that often. But if he sticks to December, then this one's going to drag out for a while. Justin, I know you got to get going. I, I know you got to get week. going, but he told me he told me December last week. And that's when we reported. And that's what we reported. We felt he felt like he wants to take it to the distance. But Jerry, you know, man, a lot yeah. of times, sometimes they like to get their spots. Yeah. Time. All right, Justin, I know you've got to get going, bud. Uh, good luck over there today with Ryan Wingo and the, that group. Uh, I will see you tomorrow at Media Days. Uh, but uh, best luck with Ryan Wingo, and we'll get that report on Inside Texas later today from Justin Wells. Justin, take care, man. All right. Uh, I tell you what, uh, Jerry, let's keep going here on the recruiting breakdown uh, at this point. Uh, you mentioned Ryan Wingo, early signing day type situation. Um is is he he's clearly their number one guy at receiver right yeah. now with Micah Hudson seemingly uh, tied in with Texas Tech uh, so early in the process. Um, but he and Micah Hudson are, are dramatically different type of types of receivers. Right. I mean, it's not an either or. I know I know they're not yeah. they're not favored to get Micah Hudson, but Ryan Wingo is not one and one A and one B. These are two different spots. 
Yeah, I think I look more Ryan, Ryan Wingo more as the A.D. Mitchell, that you know, Isaiah Nail or that outside spot. Um, or, you know, he. I think there's some similarities with A.D. Mitchell. I mean, A.D. Mitchell's taller, but I think there's some similarities in those two guys. Um, so, yeah, I think they're different. I think Micah Hudson's a kid that's more in the Jontae Cook mold. You could play him in, in the slot. You could play him outside. I mean, I think he's got some of that versatility to him. So, yeah, they're two different types of wideouts and definitely not competing for the same position. Jerry, will you tell people about our good friend over at Goose Edit Insurance, Chase Yarbrough? Yeah, Chase Yarbrough is the sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown Weekly on On Texas Football. Chase Yarbrough, Goosehead Insurance. Uh, guys, there's a hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team continue to vet the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, and umbrella policies. With rates continuing to be on the rise across the state of Texas, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goose is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas, bar none. Uh, please contact Chase at chase.yarborough at goosehead.com or give him a call at 325-261-7127. Again, that's Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance, um, our sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. Uh, thank you, Jerry. Hey, Jerry, let, let's uh, go over some more defensive linemen uh, because, frankly, that's that's a big position of need for Texas. Uh, a couple of guys already making their decisions here pretty soon. We believe that TJ Lindsay will make his on or around July 20th as well. So that's another one. DeAndre Robinson, the big, big dude from Orlando Jones that just looks fantastic. Uh, he's announcing on July 21st. Um, those guys, the primary guys right now on the interior, uh, what are your thoughts on Robinson, Lindsay uh, as well? Uh, yeah, uh, start with uh, DeAndre Robinson announcing uh, July 21st in Orlando. I think that's Texas over Florida right now. Um, Ohio State, obviously Alabama in the mix there. Uh, but I really – I feel pretty good about Texas' chances right now with that. He's obviously uh, on three four-star, um, a guy that went up in the rankings. Uh, he's had some great – a great summer camp at Alabama where they offered him. He's, he's really putting in work. I think he's going to end up a four-star prospect. I just – I don't – see any way that he does not um but yeah i think texas is in a pretty good spot for deontre robinson look they have they have a lot going for them in this recruitment um one texas is going to lose two or three interior defensive linemen deontre is on track to be a december graduate he is close with cedric baxter and peyton kirkland who hosted him on his visit um there's there's a Jarrett gibson's now committed out of gainesville who's at img so texas has a little florida vibe right now Amongst guys, there's a lot of positivity. Uh, he has Tashar Choice and Bo Davison recruiting him. That's two of the best recruiters on this staff. So uh, there's a lot of things going uh, for Texas in this one. You know, and it's interesting that his – we heard from uh, within on three um, colleague that he hadn't been in contact with Florida as much in the last two or three weeks. So that obviously bodes well for Texas. Can things change up until July 21st? Obviously, it's recruiting they can. But right now, I think Texas is in a pretty good spot. I think TJ Lindsay's interesting to me, the four-star out of Bryan, Arkansas, who reports the IMG July 20th. Um, it's really feeling like Texas or Auburn. Uh, I know Miami's making a run at it. I know Texas A&M remains in the hunt. I just think he's going to play in the SEC at the end of the day. What's interesting about this recruitment is after his Texas visit, uh, when I ran into him, uh, I saw him at Bergstrom Airport before he headed back home. He said he was likely to have a decision before he reports to IMG July 20th. Same thing Jaden Jackson and all these kids that go to IMG say. 
They want to make a decision with their families before they report down the IMG for their senior year. That's kind of been gone back and forth here. I, I will say this for Texas fans. If TJ Lindsay were to decide before July 20th, I think that'd be pretty positive for Texas. If not, then you get into that last weekend of July visits where he's, he would go to Texas on Friday, leave Saturday, travel to Auburn, be at Auburn Saturday night and Sunday, um, and then go back to IMG. In that scenario, then, I mean, it, it's a coin flip. It's anybody's game. So I, I think for Texas, they would love to hear that he's going to make a decision before July 20th because I think they'd see that as a positive for their chances. Gotcha. Um, so it, it's a close recruitment. We'll see which way it goes. Well, Melvin Hills, we mentioned, uh, announces tomorrow. Right. Uh, Lafayette, fellow Lafayette native, uh, Dominic McKinley, also over there, the big defensive lineman that Texas and the world is recruiting, basically. Right. Um, you know, he's not – I know you've had some contact with his group uh, in the last uh, week or so. What is the latest there? Is he still – we still think he's waiting it out until yeah. – uh, yeah, I think so, Bobby. As of right now, I think the kids kind of want to announce at the Under Armour game. There still are two or three prospects that do that. They normally sign in December and then announce in January. Now, he's not an early enrollee as of right now, so he could actually take it to February if he wanted. There you see five-star prospect. Um, can, can we no, say? Can we talk about this real quick, Jerry? Yeah. I don't think he's going to LSU, yet the RPM is squarely on LSU. Yeah, I think as of today, he's not going to LSU. I don't want to rule him out completely, but coming out of the June visits, I, I you know, we did not hear LSU was going to be his pick. We we were hearing more Texas, Oklahoma, and Texas A&M. Obviously made an official visit to Ohio State June 2nd through 4th. He's not going that far from home. Um, so the, the question there is, can an Alabama get into the mix? Can an LSU get an official visit during the season? If, if this – recruitment continues he's going to show up on these campuses there's no way he's not he's an hour from lsu right he's not that far of a drive from alabama um but it, it, the other thing is there's if it goes to january we do expect him back on the texas campus during the season i would say that so what's interesting with this recruitment is he made four officials and visits in june if he takes it all the way to january man it's going to be a busy season for him because he's gonna have friday night football on saturday visit so uh, that's a lot of travel for the family for June and then headed into the season so we'll see what happens there. I think the Texas has a couple of positives for them in this recruitment and I'm not saying they're going to get Dominic McKinley what I am saying is the mom likes the academics at Texas uh, when I talked to her when they were leaving at, at, at the visit at Bergstrom Airport she her comment about Texas was when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 
the uh, graduation rate on the defensive linemen has gone up since Steve Sarkeesian's been the tech at Texas. That's not something you can just find online. <laughs> so <laughs> there, you can't Google search that one and get an answer. So that's been a discussion and a, and a point made by the Texas uh, staff there. Um, right. And academics is important there. Uh, he's a different kid. He's not going to do a lot of interviews. He's not going to promote a lot on social media. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of a guessing game by everybody that covers him. But I think Texas will be in this one until the end if they want to be. Got it. Um, just so y'all know, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this. McKinley, just to recap, McKinley, Under Armour All-American game. Lindsay, we think sometime in late July yeah. or later in July. DeAndre Robinson, uh, July 21st. Um, Jaden Jackson, July 13th. Melvin Hills, July 12th tomorrow. Uh, we'll know some things uh, basically on four of the five prospects remaining on the board, th we think, within the yeah. next three weeks. And yeah. this is, uh, if not the biggest, one of the biggest uh, recruiting needs for the Longhorns of the recruiting campaign. Let's stay on defense, Jerry. A couple of notes I had. Colin Simmons, the defensive end out of Duncanville. I think he was hanging out with some Texas recruits uh, yesterday at the, somewhere with Jordan johnson Rebel, uh, as well as some other guys. Thoughts on... Simmons, the, the edge guy, Simmons, Umio Zulu, uh, Zena, uh, and then Danny Okoye, uh, those guys right now, we we have, of all of those guys, it's interesting, the the one player we have the least amount of information on yeah. is Neto Umio Zulu's brother, right. Zena Umio Zulu. Uh, where is that recruitment at right now, And to your knowledge, or is it kind of just you're waiting just like everybody else? Yeah, I think I'm more waiting right now. I think it's an interesting recruitment. It's not unlike his brothers. The information yes. was hard to come by. You never really knew. Look, I, I thought headed at late June, headed into July, this is a recruitment could be shut down in favor of Texas. Um, that seems to have slowed down a little bit now. Um, and, and Oklahoma and A&M remain in the fight there for Zena. Um, and we have not really heard why it slowed down. Uh, but I do know Texas uh, remains confident in, in Zena's recruitment, the four-star edge out of Allen. Colin Simmons, nothing's changed. I mean, I think the biggest thing with Colin – now, Colin Simmons is very street smart, very media savvy, right? I mean, I think we all know this at this point. Um, I, I still think Texas is a team has become the team to beat for Colin Simmons. I think that the next big part of the, his recruitment is where does he show up the last weekend in July. And I sound like a broken record, but sometimes that's what this stuff is. I mean – um, you know, he's made his official visits to Miami, Oregon, and SMU. I don't think he's going to either of those three schools. I, I still think Texas, I think LSU, and I think AM. It's interesting when I was at last trip through Duncanville in the spring, I had somebody very close to the program, obviously, um, say, you know, this one's going to come down to LSU, Texas, and Texas AM. At the end of the day, he's not going far from home. And at the time, I kind of reported that, and people kind of scoffed at AM. But, you know, then he came out and said, I'm scheduled to visit AM unofficially last weekend in July. So we'll see where he shows up the last weekend in July. If he shows up at AM, they're going to be a player in the recruitment in some form or fashion. Does that mean they're going to beat out Texas or LSU, I think, sliding in this recruitment? No. Uh, but can they become a player? Sure. Uh, it, it, so that's the thing I'm looking for is where does he show up the last weekend in July if he's still not committed at that time. Uh, I think that's the next piece to this recruitment. But I think, obviously, Texas has a lot going for him. Got it. All right, let's move oh, oh, I, I wanted to mention one other thing. 
Uh, I didn't mention Danny Akoy. I think that one's going to carry on into the fall, right? We'll see where his mom shows up on visits. If she shows up in Oklahoma the last weekend in July, well, that's good. that would be interesting because that's an easy drive, right? She hasn't made the visit to Texas, LSU, or Tennessee. If she shows up at OU at the barbecue in late July, that would be a note, an interesting note. Um, Jordan Ross is no longer expected to go to Florida. Keith Niebuhr of On3, our Gators Florida site for On3, reported that yesterday. Um, and for Texas fans, that's a good site to go to because Texas and Florida are recruiting a lot of the same guys moving forward. Um, but Jordan Ross not expected to go to Florida. I think Tennessee may be trending a little there. There's Jordan Ross. Texas had him in for a visit uh, June 16th to 18th. He really liked his Texas official visit. Uh, Texas remains in contact there. The mom works in um, academics in the academic field. She really liked the Texas academic mix. I think Tennessee, uh, he's kind of been a must get recruit for Tennessee for a while. I think they're very high on Jordan Ross. He's been there a lot. I think Florida, Georgia, Texas, Bama are the other schools I mentioned, but he's supposed to be at LSU the last weekend in July. If that happens, then, then throw LSU in the mix, but it's interesting that Florida was considered the favorite for him because of the academic-athletic combination, but now he's not expected to be in Florida's class. So that's the latest on Jordan Ross. Interesting. Let's go to the defense or the secondary real quick because that's the other position group that that really is going to attack some numbers. Uh, Texas has Santana Wilson, cornerback out of Arizona, as well as Jordan Johnson Rubel, the safety out of IMG, uh, already in, in the boat right now. They're waiting on Corey and Gibson to announce on July 22nd. Uh, but also Wardell Mack came out with a top four. Texas was in that. Kobe Black uh, is expected uh, not to announce in the immediate future. He's going to, it sounds like, play it into the fall. And then we have Selman Bridges, who we believe is going to announce for Arkansas mm-hmm. on, uh, I think it's this coming Friday. All of that said, it doesn't. I'm not mentioning another safety that is getting taken right now, whether that's Miles Davis or Josh Lair, is Texas kind of waiting and biding its time to see what happens at corner before they figure out what they're going to do at safety the rest of the way? Well, I think if Miles Davis wanted to commit, they would take him. Okay. Uh, but I think that's an AM lean over Texas right now. That, okay. That's my impression. Now, I could be wrong on that, but that's my impression. Um, I think corner is very interesting. I think Wardell Mack, look, it, I, I'm interested to see if he shows up at Florida last weekend in July. If he does, then I think that could change my thinking, what I've been hearing on this recruitment. Right now, I think at Texas is the team to beat. Um, and I don't think a decision's far off. Does that mean late July, before that weekend, that last weekend in July? Possibly. Does that mean early August? Yes. Uh, but as of right now, I don't expect I don't expect Wardell Mack to be uh, sitting there on his profile without a commitment when his season starts. I'll say that. Uh, so I think Texas is in a pretty good spot there. Uh, I think of the visits he took in June, Texas is the leader over Florida and Florida State. Um, I think he's going to play in the SEC, so I think Florida State's a distant fourth there. So, <clears throat> Bobby, the question is, when does he commit? And after he commits, does LSU still get him on campus? I think that's going to be the big thing, because that's one of these recruitments that, say he committed to Texas late July, early August, you know that's going to be a battle until signing day. Wardell Mack's a numbers buster for LSU at defensive back. He's that talented of a player. But I think Texas is in a pretty good spot for him. Got it. Uh, all right. Uh, Corian Gibson, uh, a lot of lot to be made. We still think it's Texas, Clemson, yeah. uh, Ohio State third. Uh, your thoughts on that one? 
Yeah, you look, I'm, I mean, I know it's been reported elsewhere, and I'm not trying to be mean here, but I was literally laughed at when I asked about Ohio State and Corey Gibson. It's not, he's not going to Ohio State. This is Texas or Clemson, as we've been reporting the whole time. Um, he announced his July 22nd at his school at Lancaster High School. I, I think it would be an upset at this point if it's not Texas. I know Clemson. I know he loves Clemson. I knew uh, that was the dream offer for him. But I still believe he entered June already pretty much knowing where he was going to go. Uh, that was the what I got from him talking to him when I was at Lancaster in May. And I don't think anything's changed. So uh, I think Texas has reason to feel good about that. But I will say this. He has not told Clemson he's not coming yet. That's as of Monday. Got it. All right. Um, Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas. I want to go over the offensive line. Brandon Baker, yeah. as well as Blake Ivy. You went down to Clear Springs. Uh, on Monday. I want to talk about those guys. Uh, first, let's talk a, a little bit more about Chase Yarbrough and Goosehead Insurance. Yeah, that Chase Yarbrough of Goosehead Insurance. Goosehead Insurance is the uh, sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown Weekly on On Texas Football. Uh, there are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates on the rise across the state of Texas, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas, bar none. Contact Chase at chase.yarborough at goosehead.com or give him a call, 325-261-7127. Again, thank you to Chase Yarborough and Goosehead Insurance of being for being the sponsor of On Texas Football's Recruiting Breakdown. All right, Jerry, the, the thoughts here uh, at offensive line. Brandon Baker's the top offensive tackle still on the board. Um, he, we think he's going to make a decision fairly soon, but we don't have a an exact time frame, right? Right. Yeah, I think it could be late July. It could be August. I mean, it, this one's gone back and forth. Fall, summer, fall, summer. Um, I, I think what's interesting there is Oregon has slipped in this recruitment. They were a heavy favorite at one point in time. I think this is Texas, Ohio State, Oregon now. Um, I think the offensive line coaching turnovers kind of hurt Oregon. Maybe um, Brandon wants to do his own thing. I, I think that is good for Texas and Ohio State in the race against uh, – in the battle against Oregon. I can tell people that uh, Steve Sarkeesian, Kyle Flood, they have a Zoom call with Baker and his family tonight. So Texas is doing everything they can to get the uh, five-star, number one-ranked offensive tackle in the country who would play right tackle at Texas. Um, and I think a couple of things Texas maybe have going for them in this recruitment is – Christian Jones is a senior, uh, it, it, you know, so Texas is losing a starting right tackle. And while Cam Williams is a very talented player, he has never started a game in college. So he has, he has, he'll have two years on Baker. If Baker shows up, it, it commits to Texas, but look, it's still a, on paper, a play, a, a battle that Baker could see himself winning or early on at Texas with Christian Jones graduating. So I think that's something Texas has going for him. Obviously, his mom is related um, to, to Celia Kana's mom. So there's some things going there. He's been to Texas twice since April, April in the June official visit. And when it came down to it, when he decided he was going to move up his timeline, this is what, you know, we follow some of this stuff, Bobby. When he decided he was going to move up his timeline, he didn't take the he didn't make call Oregon for the official visit. He called Texas to get it set up. It's kind of something interesting if that goes the way of Texas. So, so Blake Ivy, uh, the interior lineman, yeah, uh, out of uh, Clear Springs. Uh, you went down there this week. What were what were your thoughts on on that one? Yeah, I think uh, AM probably is the favorite 
over Texas, um, LSU right there. It's one of those three. He's going to the SEC. He's going to play in the SEC. I think, you know, he's been to AM more. I think he's comfortable at, at AM. Obviously, um, he trains with a former AM player, and I don't think that's a deciding factor, but it doesn't hurt. Um, and I think Noah Thomas, who played at Clear Springs, having a good uh, uh, he's having a good time in his time at AM thus far. So look, there's some positive stuff. We talk about the positive stuff that kids are telling Texas recruits that happens other places too. Um, and, and that helps in recruiting. I think what's interesting about his recruitment, talking to him yesterday, and, and uh, I, I know Sarkeesian and, and Flutter were doing a Zoom call with him. Uh, it was either yesterday or today um, or this week. But um, what's interesting is he started out his recruitment wanting to play tackle. And I think some schools told him he could play tackle. But I think he's now starting to realize that he's a guard long term. If he wants to make football his career, a guard long term is where he's going to be best suited. And that's where Texas has been recruiting him. They've been very upfront about it. So I think if Texas won this recruitment, if, and I think AM's the favorite, if Texas came from behind and won this recruitment, it'd be because they told him what he was going to play early and never backed off it, never said, oh, we think you can play tackle. Uh, no, we think you're an NFL guard. And that's what we want to develop you to be. I think the academic piece is, is very big. Um, he wants the major in business. He wants, um, I, so I think Texas, Texas A&M, the parents are great, would be great at either decision he makes. LSU is interesting. They're from Louisiana, so he's in Louisiana a lot. He's got a lot of family in Louisiana. Um, so he always talks about that. But I, I just think at the end of the day, I think it's going to be A&M or Texas, and I think A&M leads. So Texas uh, elsewhere on the uh, offensive line board, Texas apparently not recruiting Eugene Brooks heavily no. any longer. No, they're That's not. The big lineman that came in for an official visit. Uh, he looks like he may be headed to OU. Right. Uh, Texas just simply thinking maybe they can get to somebody a little bit longer at that yeah. position. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Carter, one of those possibilities, a young man out of modern day uh, high school in, in uh, California, who is Brandon Baker's high school teammate. Yeah. And, and Carter's scheduled to visit September 30th for the Kansas game. That's an official visit. Uh, I think Auburn, uh, Texas, Michigan State, USC, UCLA, those are pretty much the five there. He visited Michigan State late June, that last weekend in June. Uh, but you know, he's the guy who said he was, this recruitment was going to go into the fall, and Texas has played it out that way. They got him scheduled, like I said, for the Kansas game for his official visit. He was in Austin late January for Texas uh, Junior Elite Day, January 21st. And since that time, the communication has been great with Texas. The question at the end of the day is, will he act, will he leave the West Coast? Where Brandon Baker, I think you know, will or leave the state of California. I think with Carter, there's still some of those questions. Look at that size. Talk about big humans. Yeah. He's three and a half, 340 pounds uh, yeah. for uh, DeAndre Carter. With right, hey, uh, Jerry, by, by the, Bobby, a tackle, by the way, I think Ori Williams and Weston Davis are still on the board. And Jake, maybe Jacob Ponton. I got you. Right. Yep. Got it. Uh, hey, Jerry, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, we're looking forward to the next uh, really starting tomorrow. There's going to feels like there's going to be a little bit of an avalanche like there were like there was about a week and a half ago. Uh, Texas sits at 13 commitments currently, uh, you know, over and under. We've been saying 16, 17 by the end of July. That number still kind of sits, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, if Melvin Hills goes Texas way, it's 14. Uh, the chances of them striking out the rest of the month are zero. <laughs> uh, you know, so if DeAndre Robinson went their way, that would be 15. So then you're looking at one or two more guys uh, yeah. out of TJ Lindsay, Jaden Jackson, you know, some guys that may pop up with the decision timeline here. Uh, Corian Gibson. 
Corey Gibson the 22nd. So, I mean, there you go. I mean, it's, it's, it's looking – it's looking about like what we said. Texas is going to be sitting probably in that 8 to 10, 12 class ranking uh, range at the end of this month, probably right there in 8 to 10 at the start of the season, uh, unless a Kobe Black or Colin Simmons decides early. And then the question it comes down to is how many of those five stars are you going to get? I mean, Brandon Baker could decide too. Um, how many of those five stars are you going to get? Because if you if you run the table and get three of those, you have a top five class again. All right. All right, that's Jerry Hamilton inside Texas on three. Thank you so much for this week's recruiting breakdown. Remember, Justin Wells up in St. Louis today to visit with Ryan Wingo, the big wide receiver that Steve Sarkeesian and Chris Jackson, the Texas wide receivers coach, uh, have a really good relationship with and are trying uh, to make sure Texas remains involved in that recruitment. All right, for Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. This has been this week's recruiting breakdown.